to Live Prayer. I am Bill Keller. Good to be with you on this Friday evening. Pray you had a wonderful day today. It's good to be back together once again to close out another week of programming. If you're new to the program, you are watching Live Prayer. We come to you live in living color every Monday through Friday, 11 to midnight Eastern Standard Time, and wherever you may be watching me this evening, all throughout this fabulous land of ours from sea to shining sea, from a fascist border up north to no border down south. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Friends and other far off great lands, welcome to you as well. Once again, I'm Bill Keller, founder of LivePrayer.com, world's largest interactive Christian website. Reach a little over two and a half million folks each and every day via the internet. Please check us out online. Web address Coming up on your screen, liveprayer.com, liveprayer.com. So, pray you had a good Friday. We've got a good program for you tonight. We've got some good positive news for you tonight, too. How about that? Right? I hear all the time, people, Bill, it's hard watching sometimes. So much doom and gloom. No, it's not doom and gloom. It's reality. And we have to live our lives in reality. You know? You, I'm sure you're all aware of the uh, the uh, ostrich with his head in the sand, right? Analogy. Where that we can't be that we can't be that ostrich, but uh, we do have some good news tonight. So uh, I'm excited to get this thing going because uh, uh, we've got a lot of good things happening tonight. Uh, four things I actually do for me each night of the program. First, pray for me in the program. Thank you for doing that. It matters more than anything to me. I appreciate it so much. Second, please encourage people to sign up to get the free live for daily devotional. Just go to my homepage, upper right-hand corner. Click on the sign-up link. A couple pieces of information. Takes a few minutes, a few seconds, actually. And uh, they'll be all signed up. It'll be in their email each and every morning. Third, of course, is this TV program. Continue to tell people about the program. Matter of fact, this will be a good one because this has got a lot of good news in it, so people won't be afraid to watch it a second time, right? (laughs) And lastly, if this ministry has been a blessing to you as we come up on the last weeks of the year 2023, if this ministry has been a blessing to you throughout the year, please pray about a special year-end gift to live prayer. First of all, All gifts are 100% tax deductible. Uh, But more important than that, this is how we exist. I don't do advertising. I don't do tours and trips and cruises and conferences. And I don't sell books. Matter of fact, I've written the Daily Devotional every morning for over 24 years now. Um, I don't know how many pages that is. It's like an 8,000 page book, right? But... Don't charge. Everything's free. Freely we have received and freely we give, right? But like Paul, there's obviously expenses involved in getting the gospel out to the masses. 
And it's your prayers and your sacrifices that make that possible. So please pray about a year-end gift. Again, up right-hand corners, there's a donation link. Click on it. gives you our address in St. Petersburg, Florida, where you can drop a check in the mail. Also, a link to our credit card portal if that's more convenient. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you, Lord, for helping us walk through another week of, of, of human history, literally human history. Thank you for this week. Thank you for this night. Lord, this day was not promised to us. It's, it's a gift from you. Thank you for the day we've enjoyed, the blessings that you bestowed upon us. I thank you for my friends, Lord, tonight who are with me. I pray for them. I pray for their families. I pray, God, you will meet their every need. And now, Lord, as we get ready to embark on this next 60 minutes, use it for your glory. Be glorified in these next 60 minutes. Open our hearts, open our minds to hear and receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. It's been a, a long 48 hours, actually. Normally, I get about four hours of sleep at night, but last night we had lots of things going on, so there was no sleep. But you know what? God's good. He will always give us what we need. He will. He, here's a word for you tonight. Ready for this? He will always make you adequate for the day. How about that for a truth? He will always make you adequate for the day. All right, let me start with Colorado. As you know, there's been a, a, a really a major bench trial going on for the last three weeks in Colorado with a highly partisan Democrat judge who literally donated to a group trying to get Trump off the ballots via this nonsense with the 14th Amendment. And it was probably pretty much a given that this biased judge was going to remove him from the ballot in Colorado. That would immediately be appealed to the Colorado Supreme Court, at which time they would probably uphold the uh, ruling because they're highly partisan acts. And then it would go to the U.S. Supreme Court and be overturned. Well, lo and behold, the judge today ruled that they could not keep Trump off the ballot. That's a shocker. Got to be honest with you. It's a shocker. And now this, now we've had the same ruling from Michigan, uh, from uh, New Hampshire, and from Minnesota, and now so we've had four courts basically tell the. Democrat lawfare uh, folks that, it, 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 listen, this is not complicated. They want him off the ballot based on the 14th Amendment, which talks about if you've been, you know, if you're an insurrection, you can't hold office. Nobody's ever charged him with insurrection. Obviously, nobody's ever convicted him of insurrection. You can Now, you can call this act or that act insurrection. I can call myself a giraffe. Doesn't make me a giraffe. Sorry. I can tell you I'm a 7-foot, 5-inch NBA center. But actually, I'm only a 6-foot, 2-inch, 65-year-old man who never played in the NBA, Okay. Calling Trump an insurrectionist does not make him an insurrectionist. And I got to be honest with you, 
for this court to basically rule against this lawfare garbage uh, was uh, very, very interesting, to say the least. Again, she wasn't going to lose any sleep if she said you can't be on the ballot. Again, because it's just going to get appealed. And even the Colorado Supreme Court, which is very full of liberal justices, even if they upheld it, it was going to get overturned in the Supreme Court anyway. So I guess I guess I guess the one downside is this is still an issue. These people are still going to keep playing this game, right? Eventually, there is going to have to be a challenge to the Supreme Court, I assume. But so far, these state courts, even these—I mean, Minnesota's no fan of Trump. Uh, Michigan's no fan of Trump. Colorado, again, this judge. And she even said something in her, she wrote a 102-page ruling. And it was all over the map. And there was a place where she said, you know, he probably was involved in insurrection. But while she dropped that little tidbit, it didn't mean anything to him because she said, hey, he has every right to be on the ballot. So, So another scam another opportunity to try to keep Trump from being president is fading away quickly. Now listen to this. I came up with this nugget for you today. Back in 2022, two years ago, Biden was president. The Democratic National Committee changed one of the rules. Now, I've always told you that the Democrat National Committee controls 100% who their nominee is going to be, okay? Um, If they get somebody that they don't want, like Bernie Sanders, I mean, they've got the the legal avenues to stop him from ever being their nominee, okay? Okay? Now, Bernie was easy. They just had to bribe him with a summer house back in 2016. And I forget what they gave him in 2020 to get out of the way for Joe. But, you know, Bernie Bernie was easy. he He was easily bought off. But listen to the rule that they, they changed in 2022. The rule they, the rule they put into effect in 2022 said that the Democratic National Committee not the voters, the DNC, had the sole authority to appoint a presidential nominee where the original nominee after the 2024 August convention resigns. Let me say that again. Listen to me now. The 2020, in 2022, the Democratic National Committee adopted a rule that basically stated that the DNC has the sole authority to appoint a presidential nominee where the original nominee resigns after after the 2024 August convention. The rule goes on. No vote or primary is necessary. (laughs) Folks, Listen, 
lot of you have been watching me for a long time, and you and, and you know. And is Bill Keller right 100% of the time? Absolutely not. I'm a frail, flawed human being like we all are, okay? But when you live, breathe, eat, sleep this stuff 24-7 for the last 24 years of your life, 24 plus years of your life, you know, you get, it, it's not hard to figure a lot of these things out. I told you two years ago that Gavin Newsom would be the eventual Democratic nominee in 2024. And that's exactly what's going to happen, folks. What's going to happen is Joe's going to keep up the appearances of running for president through the convention in August, okay? Just like this rule says. And at the convention, he's going to talk about his family and his failing health. And he doesn't want to hold his party back and blah, 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 blah. And the DNC will then step in and appoint Gavin Newsom their nominee. And as this rule states, they don't need to take a vote. And they don't need a primary. They could just appoint Tweedledee or Tweedledomer, whoever they want. Okay? So, that is now out in the wide, wide open. And that's what's going to happen with the Democrats. Okay? So, could I be wrong? Absolutely. And next August, if this isn't the way it goes down... I'll be the first to tell you I was wrong. But, I mean, some of this stuff is just too obvious. Too obvious. Okay? Um, all right. Let me get back and go through some things. The uh, pro-Hamas folks invaded the lobby of Fox News in downtown New York today on Fifth Avenue and uh, caused a little ruckus before they were escorted out. Um, As long as we're talking about nominees and all that, the Republicans are still trying to figure out how to get anybody but Trump as their nominee. Here's their current plan. Just so you know, I'm I'm telling you what they're going to do so as you watch it unfold, you'll say, yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what Bill said would happen. They're in the process right now of trying to clear the field for Trump versus Nikki one-on-one. Even though in every poll in every state, she's not within 30 points of him. Even in her home state of South Carolina. Okay. And here's the problem, and I've told you a million times. And this is what none of these people want to admit. They cannot beat Trump unless they can take Trump voters and move them to their side. That's not happening. But as I've shared with you many nights, this isn't about beating Trump. This isn't just just about... Who's going to still be standing just in case one of these lawfare tactics 
takes Trump out. Or God forbid they kill him. Just being honest. Now, one of their big lawfare tactics that they were kind of hoping for, this 14th Amendment nonsense, that's pretty much done. When Colorado refused to uh, keep him off the ballot, that, 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 that doesn't mean other states aren't going to continue to try to use this nonsense. But now you've got state after state after state after state. It's, you know, the long shot isn't even a long shot anymore. It's, it's just a blind shot in the dark. Okay? But that's what they're hoping for. They're trying to, they're trying to knock each other off. I'm talking about Christie and... Nikki, Neocon Nikki, and DeSantis, and whoever else is left. Uh, Vivek, they're all trying to hang in there to be the one guy standing just in case something happens to Trump. Okay? Just in case. By the way, that big riot at the DNC on, on Wednesday night, the media has virtually not touched it with a 10-foot pole. And uh, the Democrats aren't even talking about it. Not even talking about it. Not even talking about it. Uh, some woke news for you. Target. Let me tell you, folks, I'm, I've never been a boycott person. I just, you know, it's just... It, it, it's, uh, it's not effective. And yes, the Bud Light thing was pretty effective. And yeah, the Target thing with during Gay Pride Month, that, that was somewhat effective. But like I told you, Target doesn't care. Do you think they were intimidated by whatever people uh, didn't buy during Gay Pride Month because of their Gay Pride nonsense they put in their stores? Well, if you think they were intimidated or affected by it, you would be wrong. Target now has gone totally woke for Christmas. They've got a black Santa in a wheelchair. They've got a gay nutcracker. They've got a figure draped in, rain, in rainbow pride gear all throughout the store. Target is just totally taking Christmas and just treating it and, and just debasing it, uh, bastardizing it, okay? And they, they, I mean, let me tell you something. Target, it's owned by Dayton Hudson. It's a major corporation. Yeah, they got probably a thousand vice presidents and different levels of management. If you think anything happens at Target without going through one strata of management after another strata of management after another and up the chain, if you think things happen in, at Target nationwide without months and months and months of meetings and all the stuff, right? And, and I'm only pointing this out to let you know this is not an accident. They do not care. Oh, you don't like our trans stuff and our gay stuff around Pride Month? 
Well, how about some woke Christmas stuff? How about that? A black Santa in a wheelchair, a gay nutcracker figure, a figure draped in, in rainbow pride gear for Christmas. How about that? Take that. They, now don't they care? I mean, it's, a, it's like they despise the people that make them money. Oh, and, 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 and on this same plateau, and they shouldn't come to as a shock that people watch a show. There's now a move. It's not going to happen this year. But there's a big move to get rid of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay? Now, I'm 65 years old. And I may not have watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade 65 years. But I'll bet I've watched it 50 of those years, maybe even 55 of those years, okay? I mean, as I'm sure many families, especially with boys, Thanksgiving morning, you get up, you put on your football equipment, you go out, you have your turkey bowl, you come home, aching, tired, take a shower, sit down. Now you're with family, you watch Macy's, you watch a little football, eat your big Thanksgiving dinner, you go sit down to watch more football, you fall asleep, okay? <laughs> that's, that's Thanksgiving in America! Now, what have I been telling you? The globalists that hate this country, their goal, their desire is to strip this country from all of, all of its traditions, all of its history, that's why they want to get rid of these statues and these monuments. That's why they try. That's why they don't want Christopher Columbus Day anymore. Christopher Columbus Day was a day that we, did, if nothing else, just recognized the, you know, the founding of the country. You know, 1492 and all that kind of stuff, right? They want all that gone. They want to strip all of it away. Get rid of the history, get rid of the traditions, get rid of the things that make America, America. And I submit to you as I sit here tonight that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is about as America as apple pie and baseball and mom, okay? That's just a fact. So of course they want to get rid of it. Will they be successful? I don't know. I mean, look what's happened in Target. Target's totally caved to the to the woke mob. I mean, when they're going to take the biggest sales time of the year and pervert it with all of their gay woke nonsense, I can't sit here tonight and tell you that there's going to be a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade next year. I, I, I wish I could. I mean, 10 years ago, I would never even... This wouldn't even be a conversation. Where's there going to be Macy's? I'm sure of Macy's going bankrupt and not being... not in existence anymore. So, you might. Next Thursday, you might want to 
take a little time and enjoy this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Who knows how many there's going to be after this one. I'm just, just being honest. Unbelievable. Really is unbelievable. But again, what I tell you, this is what they're this is what their goals, this is what their game plan is, to strip the country of all the traditions, of all of the things that make America, America. Unbelievable, it really is. Uh, here's a little uh, advance warning for you. You are going to start seeing, because it's already happened, it's just starting. And I got to be honest with you, <laughs> not only does Target and these woke corporations not give two tinkers what you think about anything. They don't. They don't respect you. They don't value you. They expect you to buy their stuff and shut up and just take it, right? They don't care. Well... The media is no different. They think you're stupid. They think you're just dumb. They are now starting to push this narrative. Here we go, narrative, right? Narrative. They're starting to push this narrative. That these 10 million illegals that have invaded our country the last few years, this is a great thing. This isn't something to be upset about. This is something to celebrate. They are literally now starting a narrative to justify the 10 million plus illegals that have invaded our country. Now, they're not going to talk to you about the crime they bring. They're not going to talk to you about the potential terrorists that are on our soil right now plotting God knows what, okay? Now, they're not going to talk about that. They're going to try to make you believe that this is a great thing, that we have allowed 10 million people from all over the world to invade our country. New York City Mayor Adams, by the way, he's got, he's got problems. Big Mayor Adams got some problems. Apparently, he was getting paid on the side by Turkey of all places. I guess every I guess all these politicians have their, you know, little honey pots, right? His is Turkey. That's why when he was running his mouth and making a problem for the Biden administration about legal immigration, what happened to him? His top fundraiser got raided. The FBI stopped him in the middle of the street and took his phone and his devices went to his office and took all of his electronics, okay? He's under a major FBI investigation, and I don't know if anything's going to come of it or not. From what I'm hearing, he's got some problems with taking money from Turkish-associated uh, organizations, okay? But they are, as I've shared with you earlier this week, they're clearly making a, an example of Mayor Adams. Don't complain. Don't put the administration, you know, on Front Street 
If you do, we can make your life miserable. So because he's having to spend so much money on all these illegals, by the way, New York City is still a sanctuary city. Uh, he's now taking money from programs that the taxpayers pay for and benefit from, like school resource officers, other community operations that benefit the taxpayers of New York. He's shutting all that. He's taking money away from that and moving it to the uh, to pay for the illegals. Oh, listen to this. You want to hear how arrogant these invaders are? New York took a few busloads of illegals from one of these hotels they were staying at in downtown, midtown Manhattan. Let me tell you something. You can't, you can't get a broom closet in midtown Manhattan for less than 500 bucks a night, okay? And they have these people at the Roosevelt and a few others. These aren't like five-star hotels, but they're not bad, okay? They're still eight, 900 bucks a night. Anyway, they took two or three busloads of these illegals from the, from the uh, Roosevelt. Moved them out, took them to a like a like one of these tent cities Adams erected outside of New York City, um, and wanted to wanted to put them there. Right? The illegals refused; they wouldn't get off the bus. We're not staying here. No, back to the hotel. Back to the Roosevelt. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. <sighs> they were, they, we're not staying at that, at that tent city nonsense. Back to the Roosevelt. Oh, and like I told you the other night, just to remind you, while we're reach, approaching $34 trillion in debt, it's estimated that the last couple of years, we've spent nearly a half trillion dollars, $500 billion just on dealing with these illegals. And that wasn't budgeted, okay? That's not like in the budget, half trillion for illegals. No, that would, that's like money we just spent. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, By the way, this, yesterday I mentioned to you that the, and there should be no shock to anybody watching this show, it was leaked to CNN that the Department of Justice is not going to charge Biden in any way, shape, or form for having, for illegally possessing classified documents. Um, I remember a young man on one of our nuclear subs. It was one of his last days on the sub. And with his phone, he took a couple pictures of like his bunk area, whatever, right? I mean, it wasn't like he was in the control room or down in the boiler room where all the engines are or on the deck where all the gauges and dials are. He was in his bunk room. Just took a picture of his bunk for 
I'm sure from memory the show's grandkids 50 years from now, right? That one picture cost him a year of his life. He went to prison for a year because it's illegal to possess any pictures from a nuclear submarine. It's, they're, they're, it's considered classified. Yet Biden had boxes and boxes and boxes from his days as a, a senator and vice president. No charges. Nope, nope. Meanwhile, Trump's got, what, 30, a 32-count indictment? Only he was president and had every legal right to have whatever documents he wanted. Anyway, yesterday, as they were making this, as they were leaking this to CNN that Joe's going to skate, the DOJ was bragging. You know what they were bragging about? They convicted a 75-year-old woman for praying at an abortion clinic. They charged her with the FACE Act, which is basically blocking access to an abortion clinic. 75-year-old woman, her crime was praying outside of an abortion clinic, and they convicted her, and she's going to go to federal prison. 75-year-old woman. And they're, and they're actually out there with a press release bragging about this conviction. These are some sick people. More good news, folks. Good old Speaker Mike Johnson. He is releasing all of the January 6th video to the public. Matter of fact, you can go online right now and you can watch it all yourself at your leisure. The links are out there for the public. And let me tell you what anybody at a first glance is going to see immediately. The whole insurrection fairy tale was exactly that. It's a fairy tale. 99% of that video is the public hugging the police, laughing with the police. The police patting them on the back, walking them into the Capitol. I told you this whole January 6th fairy tale is going to crumble like a, like, like, like a cheap suit in the rain. Okay? The video is now out there. You can see it for yourself. Is there some bad-looking video? Oh, yeah, we've seen that. Oh, we've seen those isolated clips. You know what most of that is? Just for the record. And this is going to come out. Because when you watch those... See, they show you those video clips in the middle. If you back them up to the beginning, what you see is the cops assaulting the crowd. All those horrible videos that they play over and over and in the... Right? Number one, that's about 2% of the video for that day. Okay? Highly selected, highly edited, because if you just take it in raw form, crowd wasn't violent. Did you have some people breaking windows and stuff? Oh, yeah. And you know, by the way, those people, nobody's ever fucking come after those people. Nobody's ever got those people. Nobody's ever got... Let, let, me, let me tell you something. It is a 
shame. It is a shame that this travesty has gone on this long. It is a terrible shame. The lives that they've destroyed. I mean, people should be angry. I've, I've, you know, we, we've dealt with probably five or six of these January 6th people, and what they've done to these people is, is disgusting. Never should have happened. Never should have happened. This is all premeditated. It was all set up. It was all perpetrated by our very own government. And I've got to be honest with you. It is probably one of the things that has angered me more than anything, especially due to the fact that we've dealt with some of these families here at Live Prayer. And what this government has done to these people, what this government has done to these people is disgusting beyond imagination. And now when you look at the video, you can see for yourself that actually this pretty much was very peaceful. A lot more peaceful what happened at the DNC on Wednesday night. A lot more peaceful what happened at the DNC on Wednesday night. And the fact that they've been able to lie and get people like Jamie Raskin and Shift and Swallow, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Benny Tom, these people should be in jail for fraud. Because that's what that whole J6 committee was. They perpetuated a fraud on this country. And like I said, Russia, all this stuff. You know, Trump's a big boy. He's got resources. But they went after just normal, everyday people who did nothing wrong and destroyed their lives. And it is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen this government do. I mean, we are no, we are, we're no better than China. We're no, don't talk to me about China anymore, please. Don't talk to me about Russia anymore, please. Don't talk to me about North Korea anymore, please. Don't talk to me about Cuba anymore, please. I, I, I've never been so infuriated in my life than about this whole J6 thing. And thank God, blessed be our Lord Jesus Christ, who put Mike Johnson as the Speaker of the House, got rid of, do you know McCarthy? That was the first time a Speaker's ever been removed in the history of this country, 247 years. First time. And God put Mike Johnson, and he hasn't been perfect. He, uh, there's a lot of things he's been doing, not happy with, especially around the budget. But I'll tell you what, he honored his word. He opened the, he's, he's opened up this video. And when you look at these video clips, you see people basically having a good time. It is, it is, it is sickening, sickening what they did. Sickening. And listen, I apologize. I get upset over this again because we've got, I think, four or five different families that have been affected. They've been part of Live Prayer for a while. And one of their family members are involved in the 
January 6th thing and they've been arrested and their lives have been destroyed. It just uh, infuriates me to no end what they've done to these people. But uh, the video's out there. And like I've told you a million times, this video, this video, and the information that's going to start coming out is going to show the public once and for all that January 6th wasn't an insurrection, wasn't worse, the worst thing since the Civil War, blah, blah, blah. No, it was a scam run by our very own government. You know, if you get some wackadoodle like Sam Bankman Friedman out there scamming people for billions of dollars with cryptocurrency or something like that, or Bernie Madoff, right, something like that, those are just bad people, and, you know, they get caught, they go to prison, whatever, right? And it's a, it's a shame. People lose their money, they get hurt and everything. It's terrible. John McCain. Oh, yeah, John McCain. Songbird Johnny. He should have spent the last years of his life in prison for the Keating Five. This goes back to the 80s for people old enough to remember. You know, he got a pass when he should have been in prison for that. Because he, uh, he helped facilitate what Charles Keating did in destroying thousands of lives of older people who lost their life savings with his savings and loan scam, right? That's one thing. You, at the end of the day, no government's perfect, but you don't want your government to hurt you. Purposely. And that's what January 6th was all about. Not just to hurt the people not just to hurt the people to make the January 6th fairy tale come true, but then to use it like they did with this 75-year-old woman praying in an abortion clinic that's now going to go to federal prison. That's your government hurting you. What they're doing to these parents. All right, let me get through some things. Chinese biolab in California. Ebola, E. coli, HIV. My only question is how many more of these rogue labs do we have in this country? How many more? They found this one by accident. How many more? More footage of Hamas tunnels by the hospital. That's going to all come out. Oh, Chauvin, the cop in Minneapolis. I understand why they convicted him because they knew if he didn't get convicted, they were going to burn Minnesota to the ground. That's no excuse to put a man in prison for 20-some years, but they did. But now they've got evidence that they had all along that Floyd didn't die because of that nine minutes knee on the neck. He died because of fentanyl poisoning. He had enough fentanyl in his system to die three times. Chauvin's looking for a new trial. I don't know if in this political climate that's possible. But if you're interested in fairness... Glendale, Arizona, 26-year-old street preacher, 
standing on the corner, preaching the gospel. Car pulls up. Guy pulls a gun and shoots him in the head. He's still alive. Pray for him. Pray for him. I've said it a million times. If it's your time, it's your time. If it's not your time, you can get shot in the head 10 times and you're going to survive. I don't know what God's plan is for this man. All I know is he was on the corner preaching the gospel in Glendale, Arizona. A car pulls up and they shot him right in the head. Still alive, though. Um, FBI drops... Listen to this. We now learn that the FBI dropped three or four major child pornography cases over the last year because they needed those people to be working on, guess what? January 6th. So they dropped a bunch of child porn cases to go after some grandmas that walked through the Capitol on January 6th. Fonnie Willis, she wants a trial date for Trump in Georgia. One week before the Republican convention, two and a half months before the election. <laughs> At least these people are so brazen they don't even hide it, you know? I give them credit for that. They don't even hide it. I think I'm pretty safe to tell you they're not going to get those dates. They're not going to get those dates. Um, Iran, through their proxies, are attacking U.S. troops in, in the Middle East. We've got various bases in Syria and Iraq still. And they're being attacked almost on a daily basis. And like I shared with you the other night, Biden just listed, lifted some sanctions on Iran to let them access about another $10 billion. So while on one hand, we're trying to protect our troops from getting killed by these Iranian proxies, and then on the other hand, we're giving them $10 billion so they can fund these Iranian proxies who want to kill our troops. Argentine election Sunday. Javier Malay, he's the nationalist. Going up against, obviously, a globalist in the country of Argentina, which used to be a major communist Marxist stronghold. Don't forget, that's where Pope Francis is from, Argentina. He grew up, I mean, the reason he's the way he is because he grew up in a communist Marxist hell. That's just the truth. Biden administration. I shared with you earlier in the week about this gang of black kids in Las Vegas. High school kids. They were picking on one a, a, a little white kid. I think they threw him in a dumpster or something. Beat him up, threw him in a dumpster. A 17-year-old kid was trying to protect this guy. Just trying, hey, just don't beat him, leave him alone. Okay, you beat him up, leave him alone. 
Well, they didn't like that. So they started beating up this 17-year-old kid. And I mean, they beat this kid literally to death. He was in the hospital for two weeks and died earlier this week from his injuries. Now, they've arrested, I think, eight of these kids. Here's the point. Other than a couple conservative media outlets, you would never know this happened because all the major media outlets never said a word about it. Guess who else never said a word about it? The White House. Now, I only say this to say this. Let me ask you a question. Because you're very intelligent. You know how this game goes. If that was a gang of white kids that brutally beat a young black kid to the point he was in the hospital, to the point he died for that beating, do you think that would be on CNN or MSNBC or CBS, ABC, NBC? Do you think? Do you think the White House would be talking about hate crimes? Do you think? You know they would. You know they would. Sadly, Bethlehem, which is in the which is in the West Bank, they've actually removed all Christmas decorations. There will be no Christmas in Bethlehem this year. 2,000 years ago, there was no room for Jesus at the end. This year, there's no room for Christmas in Bethlehem. In, in, a, in place of Christmas, they're going to honor the Hamas martyrs. Of course, again, Bethlehem's on the, in the West Bank, which is controlled by Palestinians. So that's where they're at. All right. Hey, do me a favor. I, I know I've asked you to do this before, but please say a prayer this weekend for these January 6th folks. I mean, and you know what? It, it, it's It's been frustrating, so frustrating the last two and a half years. Like I said, over the last two and a half years, it's turned out we've had four families with immediate family members that were involved. One other situation where it was a, a very close friend that was involved. So I, I have seen up front uh, what they've done to these people. It's, it's, it's just despicable. It's, I mean, it's, it's stuff you could, you could never imagine happen in this country. Just say a prayer for them because, here, here, because here's what's going to happen. Now that Mike's Johnson has, Speaker Johnson's released this video. People don't need the media to tell them what to think anymore. They don't need the White House. Oh, it's worse than Pearl Harbor. No, no. They can go watch it for themselves. They can go watch it for themselves. And if you, and, and if you take the time to watch some of this video... And then you realize the lies you've been told for two and a half years, almost three years now, three years next January. When you watch what really happened versus the lies you've been told for three years by your government, no less. Again, 
if you got some scam artists like Sam Bankman Freed or you know a Bernie Man, you know scamming people out of money, whatever. Okay, that's just a bad person. They need to be in jail. Get rid of them, right? This doesn't make it any better. I'm just saying. But you don't expect your own government to do that to you. I tell you something, folks. In 30 years of ministry, this January 6th thing has probably been one of the most damning things I've ever seen, I've ever witnessed. And again, Russia was bad. Okay, it was a political scam. Okay, got it. They wanted Trump gone. He's a big boy. He's got money. He's got resources. He's got the ability to fight back. Doesn't make it any better. People still should have gone to jail. Matter of fact, if people had gone to jail over Russia, they probably never would have tried January 6th. January 6th was a total, complete setup by this government. And listen, anybody that's watched this program for any length of time, you know me, I'm not some tin foil hat conspiracy person. I've been on TV for nearly 21 years now. Online for going on 25 years. There's only one thing I've got that's worth anything. And that's my reputation. And the reason people come to live prayer, the people reason people watch this program for all these years is because they know I'm not trying to get a cheap shot out there, you know, just blow up some nonsense to get some people to watch. I'm here for the long haul, folks. At the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is educate you what's going on in this fallen world around us because at the end of the day, all that stuff means nothing because all this has to be looked at through the lens of a biblical worldview. Okay? So, I've got no reason or no there's no motivation for me whatsoever to just, you know, blow a bunch of smoke. And again, the only thing I've got is my credibility. And I'm not going to throw my credibility away after, you know, a quarter century. For what? Just so some, a few more people might watch? It's not, that's not the purpose of the show anyway. Hey, if only one person watches, that's fine with me. God knows who's supposed to be watching. God knows who's supposed to be hearing this truth. God's supposed to knows who is watching on a certain night when they need to, when they're ready to make that decision for Jesus. You know, thankfully, we still get anywhere from 30 to 40 people every, every week like a clock coming to Jesus on this program. That's why I'm here. Not to give you the news. All right. Got to get out of here. Listen, it's the end of the week. It's the weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully the weather's still fairly nice where you're at. Uh, do something fun. Obviously, if you're a football fan, you're coming to the end of the college season. Pros getting to the playoff crunch now. Okay, so if you're a football fan, you got a lot to enjoy this weekend. If you're not a football fan, that's fine. Do what you do what you enjoy. Go out and enjoy yourself this weekend. Unwind, relax. Take your mind off all the nonsense for a few days, okay? It's going to be there Monday. 
eat some good food, get to church. Don't forget we have the live prayer church, which is online 24-7. Just go to my homepage, scroll to the bottom of the homepage. Oh, there's some links down there. Look at the live prayer church, click on it. New service is up every Sunday at midnight, okay? All right. Let's have a word of prayer because I want to encourage somebody watching me right now that has been thinking about making that decision for Jesus, but you never have. I'm just going to remind you one thing. Not a fear tactic. It's the truth. Tomorrow's promise to none of us. So if you've been thinking about making that decision, why not make it? Why not make it tonight? Pray with me. Dear Lord, I come to you tonight asking you to forgive me of all my sins. Lord, this night, this night, I ask your forgiveness because I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And now and forevermore, my life is yours. I surrender to you tonight, Lord Jesus. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. My friend, if you pray and you meant it, the Bible says you're saved, not because of a few words, because of your faith in God's grace. Have a book I'll send you, won't cost you anything. Drop me an email, bkellerliveprayer.com. I'll get it out to you. If you need prayer for anything, don't hesitate to email me, bkellerliveprayer.com. All right, love and care about you so much. Have a good weekend. Get some rest. Refresh yourself. It's a short week next week. By the way, we will be here Thanksgiving night. Same time, same station, okay? Um, it'll be our actually our five-year anniversary of being off of Legacy TV and strictly on streaming. So looking forward to Thanksgiving. And I would look forward to you spending a little bit of your Thanksgiving with us on Thursday night, okay? All right, have a great weekend, a good start to your week. Lord willing, back here Monday night for more live prayer. God bless. What problems are you dealing with in your life right now? The heart and you're not strong well, I know the answer for you And it will